yeah, I mean, the, we were moving so fast and, you know, getting caught in the ways of the world. Like I've learned this, like but back to our parents and grandparents stuff is like, when I was growing up, the people that everybody respected were the people that had money and sure. were doing deals. Yeah, right. And when we had a barbecue, they were on the phone. That's, but that's who we all respected. Yeah. So okay. even up until <clears throat> like two years ago, I thought that that's what I had to be. Yeah. And that's not like, don't feel bad for me, but no, like, right. I just was blinded of this is what I have to do. Yeah. Whatever it takes. And so, yeah, I feel bad that. Good morning, everybody. I'd like to thank you for joining another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business. Today, I've got a special couple alongside Megan and I. Uh, we have Matt and Lexi Tyfke. Uh They've joined us for today's episode. So thank you guys for being here. Um, we're going to talk about how slowing down actually can save our marriages. It can save our companies. When we're going so quick, we need to slow slow down. Uh, even when everything else seems like, why would we slow down? So I just think it's important that we have a moment to, to talk about that. Uh, Matt and Lexi, they met in 2009. They are both graduates of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Um, they've been married for going on nearly 10 years. Uh, they have two boys, George and Louie. Uh, we know them well, uh, four and three. They have uh, launched TRE Real Estate in 2015. It's a real estate brokerage firm. They built a property management company up to 836 doors, and they were able to successfully sell it in 2020. I think that's a great accomplishment. Thank you. Well done. Um, Matt, uh, Rookie of the Year and. 2012 uh, Rookie Realtor of the Year. Uh, you also played baseball. Uh, Austin finalist, <laughs> Broker of the Year. Uh, and they, uh, Matt and Lexi, have built and established a real estate firm together uh, based in Austin. And they have uh, approximately 180 uh, agents with them. So, guys, welcome to today's uh, show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. We're excited. Kingdom Heirs, you know, I'm a. Uh, Really appreciative that you guys brought us on, and uh, we're excited to be here. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. So Matt and I met each other in 2011. Yes. You were still a student in uh, at in, at A and M in yeah. Corpus. Uh, I think how how long had you been a real estate agent at that point? Maybe a year, <clears throat> a little bit under a year. Okay. What what was the we met? So um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Megan and I uh, own and own and operate a remodeling business uh, called Pure Tree Remodeling, and uh, we started that and we moved here in 2011. And so Matt and I met because there was a house that was under contract trying to get closed, but there was an issue with something with the plumbing in the restroom or something, yeah. right? In yeah. the bathroom, the bathtub, something. It was something weird, but it was a simple fix. And so Matt was the selling, no, he was the buying agent. Yep. And they called me in and, and uh, how'd that go, Matt? It was great. I was, for my first few things, I was always trying to be a student of the game. I was always taking notes and I don't know if you've ever heard this, but he was doing some work there and I was, he was in the bathtub and I was sitting on the toilet <laughs> asking him questions. Like, what are you doing over there? He, James is working. He's like, what are you doing? <clears throat> Can like, you create some space, please? <laughs> if you're going to sit here, like, help me out. Go, like, get my, go <laughs> get my wrench. So that's how it started. And then I remember uh, just getting plugged in with you and we were doing a Bible study. Yes, that's and right. And I remember... Uh, coming to your house and like helping you uh, pick up some granite and move it. And we had and dinner you at your, your house. 
Are you back? Dude, you showed up on your little moped. Yeah. Yes. You got me a job with Mike. Yeah, Mike Venson. And uh, yeah, it was it paving, was real, brick paving, brick paving. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something about you said this the other day. It's like, Matt, if you ever start a REIT, I want to be involved. Come on, yep. REIT. For those of you who don't know, real estate investment trust. Yeah. So it's been great, and we've stayed in touch, and we've connected again through Gia over the years. And yes, um, it's been an interesting journey because we were both here from somewhere else. Yes. And then now I'm back and it's a, it's a pretty cool story we can get into later about when we did move back and, and you offering me an opportunity to work with you. Yeah. That was God given, uh, in my opinion. And yeah, that's it's awesome. been really fun. I think it's cool when you, when you form relationships early on, um, you know, I think the strength, I think it says a lot about a person who can maintain relationships over years Agree. versus just having acquaintances and, yeah. oh yeah, we're acquaintances, but to actually maintain a relationship yeah. especially when when you leave geographical areas yes. i think that's a that's a key thing to a strength and a quality of of people and i so. think too matthew's really good at that and i i've always said that god has given you that as a an ability as a he's just ha always had this like connection with people and mm -hmm. he's really good at like you said maintaining that yeah appreciate it yeah it's something you just like anything you have to focus on yeah right? be intentional. It, it doesn't just yeah. happen and um, try to plant a lot of seeds and then stay in touch with certain people and it can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. So one of the questions that I that I like to ask people is, um, you know, why why become an entrepreneur? Why not just stick to, you know, you went to college, why not why not just go get a good <laughs> nine to five job and, and nothing wrong with that. We need we need people to go out and, and you know work and produce, but why why did you two decide to become an entrepreneurial couple? So we, we joke about this and, and to the theme maybe of today of, of moving too fast. It's interesting because we always say if, or we used to say this and now it's true. Yeah. We said if Lexi <laughs> never met me, she'd be a, a second grade teacher <laughs> and she'd have a small little house and she'd have a great simple life. Yep. Simple life. And full circle, that is what she's doing. Yeah. But uh, my- But that's not what you always did. No. No. For the last 10, 12 years and we were moving fast. And the, the story that I always tell is I was working at Wingstop I love chicken wings, mm -hmm. and I work there because of that. Do you like the boneless, or do you like the, the bone? Bone in, yeah. Okay, bone in. Yeah. You and like to really work for it. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so I was working there in high school, and literally I can still like see this moment. It was, we closed at 12, and it was 11.30, and I'm, I'm mopping the floor, and I'm just looking at the clock waiting for the time to pass. Yes. And I just realized, like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't look at a clock. And on a deeper level it's really kind of sad to think about that in the sense of you're, you're wanting time to go by and life's so short. Yeah. You're just like trying to waste your life. That's and right. so it was just like, I can't look at this clock. I can't be held down by a clock. I got to be an entrepreneur and real estate was something that I saw as the way to never have to do that. Mm. Okay. Lexi, what did you think about that? It was always so clear to Matthew that that's exactly what he wanted to do, to not be held by that confined time. Mm -hmm. And at an early age, I was like, if God is calling you to that, you definitely, there's something there, right? Yeah. And so I always trusted that he was being led to that. And I always wanted to support and push him to that. And I always, for a long time, I was kind of stuck in this uh, mentality that in order for me to support him, I need to literally be working right behind him and doing everything he needs me to do. Yeah. And it finally came to my realization that I can support him in a different way and yeah. still be standing by him <clears throat> and loving him, but also 
not be doing all the little details because that was really hard for me to feel like, okay, if you're doing exactly what you need to do to be an entrepreneur, there's so many details that have to be figured out with that. And so I always took the burden of having to figure all that out and then realizing that there's a different way and God God can give, God will figure it all out. We don't have to be the ones to jump in and figure out all the details. And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned through that. Um, But without holding him back, there's this delicate balance, right, of Mm -hmm. wanting the best for your husband and wanting everything that he sees to come Mm -hmm. to fruition and just trusting that God's going to be the one that does that, not us. Yes. That's mature faith right there. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely mature faith. Interesting. I could see that creating a lot of, um, especially if that's not your happy place. Um, Supporting your husband, I could see happy place being supported, but I could see that not being... Especially if it's not like your normal, like fast pace. If that's not your normal personality type, Mm -hmm. I could see that creating a lot of stress. Or your calling. Right. It never felt like my calling. And I am more of a slow person. I like to be like, what am I supposed to do right now? And instead of like having a million things and having to go figure that out. And it grew me a lot to have to figure it out. And I, I I definitely don't regret at all anything we did the last 10 years there's things i would have done differently but right. i don't regret it <clears throat> um but it definitely created a lot of unneeded anxiety where you know i both of our families are entrepreneurial mm-hmm. my grandfather and his grandfather both started their own companies oh wow and so i saw that but i also saw what a family business did to my family and so yeah. i think in a way without even realizing and i was kind of like had all this bad baggage that I was bringing into that and a lot of fear that I didn't recognize as fear sure that just led to a lot of anxiety for me in the first couple years of getting started and feeling like I had to do it you know it felt it felt so burdensome yeah you know um sense of obligation and then also I should be I should be doing this I have an obligation to do this I want to do it but but there's so much. I mean, Megan yeah. and I have a similar experience with that. Right. <clears throat> well, like almost, did you feel almost like the, everything was kind of riding? Like there was such a delicate balance that if you dropped the ball on something, then you'd be dropping the ball on what he was doing? Or Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I definitely felt so responsible for so many things. Um, and in a lot of ways, I think I was, you know, I think I took on... Um, so many roles that really I shouldn't have. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Um, That we could have said, you know, this isn't my strong suit. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Matt, why were you allowing that to happen? He's always been so good at that. Those are the real questions, right? Yeah. It's it's a, yeah, I mean, we were moving so fast and, you know, getting caught in the ways of the world. Like I've learned this, like, but back to our parents and grandparents stuff is like, when I was growing up, the people that everybody respected were the people that, had money and sure. we we're doing deals so that's right. and when we had a barbecue they were on the phone that's but that's who we all respected yeah so okay. even up until <clears throat> like two years ago i thought that that's what i had to be yeah and that's not like don't feel bad for me but no, like right. i just was blinded of this is what i have to do yeah whatever it takes and so yeah i feel bad that in a sense like she was in a role that that she didn't want to be on the flip side you know, she was teaching. Like I was always trying to solve every problem I could. Of right? course, right. And so when she was teaching, teaching was rough. She would she would break down and cry twice a week, 
she didn't want to do it. Uh, it was, and, but it was a, it was a tough school. Yeah, right. And so right. I'm like, well, let's let's solve it. <laughs> He's a Here, here's a, here's the thing we can do: property management. Yeah, right. <laughs> no and stress. Then, <laughs> did you sell it as no stress, no tears? No, no we crying? didn't. We had no idea. Even wow. though I was managing That's a lot of tears, a lot of crying on all sides. <laughs> I was managing in college like uh, twelve doors myself on an Excel spreadsheet, and like, dude. I'm just like. Did you literally? Is that the only way you did it? Just on an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah. I made my own little. Did you ever go to the sites? Did you ever like? Yeah, oh, yeah. I did a good <laughs> job because it was it was very few. And, but like, one one person was they didn't speak English and they wanted to pay the rent in full. And I'm like, yeah. And they paid me cash and I took it. And the owner was a firefighter and, and he didn't care. You know, so yeah, I'm just like, yeah, right. yeah, making it happen. So that that all being said, um, I was always, in a sense, I, the thing I was trying to get at was. She'd get overloaded with property management. And I'm like, well, how do we solve it? Like, let's just, yeah. let's sell it. Let's 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 stop it. Like, yeah. we'll yeah. just do it right now. And I think subconsciously, she felt like, even though I was trying to help, she probably thought this isn't really the solution. Yeah. And so she also kind of stayed there in that sense. <clears throat> if I'm. Yeah, and I also felt like, I I think there was a little bit of pride issue of like I can figure this out. Sure. You know, like I can do it. And I, for, uh, really, I did. I mean, I, I got really good at it. I built a business. I, I was, I became a very good leader. I liked leading my team. I, I was able to find joy in it, and I was able to eventually put myself in a position that I liked, that I enjoyed. But I always had this feeling like it just wasn't right. Like I just wasn't. I, I, and I think it was really because I felt. I had to stay in that position to support Matt. Sure. It was like, to support our business, we have to have property management, and I'm the only one that can do it. I was like yeah. stuck in that lie. And yeah. it's the, That's right. back to wow. the, the ups and downs, it's like, she's broken down, oh, now she's getting better, she's strong, she's great at this, okay, good, this is all good. I'm broken down, let's let's fix it, let's solve <laughs> yeah. it. No, That's I'm right. getting better. So it's just that entrepreneur mm-hmm. yeah. up and down. So yeah. at what point, I think this is, I think your story especially related to real estate, because everyone, we all know in America, number one way to become a millionaire, to reach that status, the number one way is through real estate. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there's many other ways to do it, but the most ob- obtainable way is through real estate. And so there's a lot of people out there right now in, in our country that are sweat equity, they're putting it all in, mm-hmm. no holds bar, it doesn't matter, we're gonna get there, we're gonna make it happen. Megan and I, we lived that for years. Like, I think in some respect, we kinda still live that. But it's at a major, I know, I'll let Megan speak on that, mm-hmm. but it's a major toll. It's yeah. a major toll on the relationship, yeah. right? And I think that's the question. In the end, is it is that all that matters in the end is how much money we have in the bank or how much mail, mailbox, that's the new like catchphrase, right? Everybody's talking about mailbox, mailbox money. money. In the yeah. end, is that really what matters in our marriage? Is that really what matters yeah. as being a kingdom-minded business person, Sure. right? So I think that's the question. Is that really what matters? In the end, is how much mailbox money we have. No holds bar. It doesn't matter if we destroy our relationships around us. Sure, we only see them for what we can get out of them. Right. Yeah. Does the does it justify the the means? That, yeah. Right. And does so, it? No. I mean, I when there's a question you asked about, would it be easier to have a job? And like, I, it's so quick. Yes. Sure. And I almost like, and, and for the first time ever, like a year or two ago, I was like, maybe I should have a job. I never <laughs> ever thought like that. But there's so, there's, there's always something about <clears throat> that reality check. Shut off, and yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, that's back to me stepping back and thinking I had to be. I thought I had to be that to yeah. to be a success. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I owed it to people before me. Yes, and 
<clears throat> I was just forcing it into an existence. And and when you step back and talk about God and everything, it's like you got to trust that God's going to make it happen. That's yes. right. And He always would have. Uh, I was just trying to do it on my own, and it was really tough and lonely. And when did you when did you bring <clears throat> him in? Like tangibly, when do you, was there a day? Was there a day in the calendar? Yeah. The year At that you realized that, man, I need to, I need you. Like I've been doing everything I could mm-hmm. to get to this point. And I, and I really believe that you would just bless me, that your hand was on me. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I really didn't turn this over to you. Like, was there like a switch for me that took go. place that something like there was like a moment where you I said have a moment coming to Corpus like that, that re- like, you know, your relationship goes and you, yeah. you're all in and you get out. And I've always been a believer and read the Bible and gone to Bible studies but as far as from a business perspective, coming to Corpus. Yeah, it was a huge Because like, I'm... How many months ago was that? It was March. March yeah, of 2023. 2023. Yeah. So, so, so being wow. so ambitious and forcing things into existence and wanting to do something great business-wise, yeah. coming to Corpus is like, well, then I'm just going to... I'm not because there's nothing going on here, which I'm obviously not correct about now. Yeah, that's right. right. But it was a... It's That is another blessing is like... This is where she wanted to be. Our family wanted to be. Everything lined up where it was so clear that this yeah, but is it's where not. But it's not Austin, so there's no blessing. And if you, you know, you're leaving the promised land of Austin, yeah. yes. Texas. Why? Why would a real estate? Why would a real estate guru leave? Right. Right. Austin. Right. Right. So why why did you to make that decision? I know a lot of guys looked and said you're a fool for leaving. Sure. Oh, yeah. But what was more important in the end? What was more our important? Family. That's that's what that's what did it. Is like this is what was best for our family, and then God just starts showing up of like this amazing house that we have, this uh, job that she has. You offered me an opportunity to, pretty much the day I got here. Uh, Corpus Christi, it's body of Christ. Yeah, I'm like, wow, like this is, God's showing me something really different and I'm not forcing this into existence. I'm letting things happen. I'm not trying to meet 10 people every day. We're, mm-hmm. we're starting to do some development deals. And yeah. That's just happening. Yeah. I'm not forcing. Lexi, like like Le- what we're doing with these cities isn't what, what I wanted to it just it's, it got put in front of us. Lexi, was it an ultimatum? I know I, no, we've had, we've had a lot of conversations no. where it's we've had the. I mean, look, guys, be real about it, right? I mean, yeah. in business households, entrepreneur households, there's a lot of we call it. Um, what do we call our conversations? Passionate discussion. Oh yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> right? we have a lot of passionate discussion. We like but, night but, walks for those, right? There you go, night walks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, we need That's a night really walk. good. I go walk. on a walk at night. No one's out. Yeah, this is yeah. good. And we yeah. get are, we weird? are we weird for this? No, no. Because oh, sometimes, but that's sometimes I know when we have one of those big, big, I don't want to say argument, passionate discussions, something's about to break. Yes. Something's about to change. Something's going to take place. Yeah, like first we talk about a whole bunch of things <clears> that have nothing to do with what we were really going to talk about. And it's like a whole bunch of nonsense and then. It's like five minutes of a nugget at the end of the conversation. Okay, we got we're it. good. There we go. We, that we was solved it. the issue. And then this Boom. huge weight is lifted, yep. right? Yes. It was really interesting. About two years ago, we were visiting Corpus just on a fun trip. Um, and anytime we take a trip, one of your questions, you know, what does vacation look like? And at this point, two years ago, we would do a lot of like random, spontaneous, let's hop in the car and go somewhere. Yeah. We'd still be working. You know, we can work anywhere. It's sure. one of the blessings. And it was so obvious to me, so clear. God just spoke to me. I need you to move to Corpus. Wow. Mm. And that was two years ago. Two years ago. And I told Matthew, I feel really led here. I think we need to move to Corpus. And he was like, 
No way. No way. Yeah, huh. like it's a good I, place to visit. Maybe but we, we ain't just moving visit there. more. Maybe we just visit more. I think you just want to spend more time here. So over the last two years, we would just visit more, and some of our visits were about a month long, and we would just stay. And it it started becoming so real to me. But for the first time, when God spoke that truth at me, it was like, "Don't force it. Mm. I'm going to let this happen on my time." That's mm-hmm. good. And so He knew how led I was here, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to keep saying that I want to move here. I'm not going to keep looking at houses. I'm not going to get all excited. I'm really, that's that's really, a big deal. Really going to let it be because with being in real estate, I'm you guys like could have made it happen like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But you could, you guys yeah. say, oh, boom, boom, we're doing it. We're done. You have yeah. the resources. Well, here we go. They, well, the time came. That's what she did. Well, but, it was, <laughs> but to your point, it was yeah. the timing, right? It was the timing. We were on a walk for uh, February 16th. It was his birthday last year. No. 2023 this, this year, year. Yeah. it was yeah. february yeah and uh we were on a walk at cole park we were at the end of the the pier and he said he was looking out of the water and he said let's do it and wow. i was like let's move here and he was like i'm ready wow. and it was just like god spoke to him and i was like okay so on the way home i said are you serious and he said yes and i sent the email to the kids school and put in our notice because they needed a 30-day notice and i said yeah. god's gonna make it happen and i just I, I knew that as soon as he was ready, God would make it all work. And it Amen. was literally like, I didn't even have to look at houses or stress out. Yep. He knew a property manager who said, I have a house for you. And it was so funny. when I, the fr- Two years ago, when I told him that God had spoke to me, I said, I would really love to live on Atlantic Street because it's Cole Park's right there. And yeah. that's always a street I used to run down. Yeah. And our house is on Atlantic. Isn't and God awesome? just was like, here you go. And he we cares. didn't even see he sees our us. house before the day we moved in. We just trusted. And it's the perfect house for us. It really It's like and he really cares it, we about us. walked in and I just felt God's presence. And it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. He really does care really about cares. all the details. He really, really cares. Yeah. And it's powerful. And I think what we've got to do is be willing to trust Yes. That it's going to be okay. Yeah. That it's going to be okay. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that's what a lot of um, I know a lot of people deal with that. And and how do I know that? Because yeah. we we've experienced that. That's two of two out of two. So if you if you law of large numbers, that, I'm almost certain. Yeah. Most yeah. most um, families couples that are that are that have their own business that run their own operation, they experience this. Yes. Um, yeah. we've, we've got to trust that, that, that our Abba, our daddy, our father God, really, really, really cares about our work. But more than he cares about our work, he cares about each of us individually. Yes. Yeah. And he cares that we became one with him. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that, that three-braided cord that cannot easily be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the specialty of, you know, when we, when we say, look, Abba, bless the work of our hands and, and whatever that may be, whatever that work may look like, right? I mean, whatever, whatever type of business company, service or product, whatever it is, and we keep him at the forefront of it, he really will not hold back any good thing from his children. He won't hold it back. You know, this reminds me of is um, what's that, what's that verse is like, um, commit your ways to the Lord he will direct your paths yes. or is it the seek you first the kingdom of god and all these things will come to you, come to you. Yeah, right. but he'll give us the desires of our hearts when we commit our ways to him yeah. and yes. he's like he's already yeah. wanting to bless us but he's waiting for us to be like waiting for, for waiting on him like don't worry about don't worry about all these other things just either we yes. i think Rest. there's just, so it talks Rest about so him. it's trust yeah, yeah. so it's trust yeah. i had the mentality that um 
you know, after 10 years, I think we were, uh, it was eight, eight years in New York working after we got married. Yep. Um, you know, we were still, we were a family of five and, and we were still poor and I was working as hard as I possibly could. And, um, I still remember asking God, I said, will you please just, will you change this situation? You see that I'm working. Will you bless the work of my hands? Will you please involve yourself with my work? My family is, we're, we're resilient, we're strong. We know you love us, but will you bless the work of our hands? And and part of it was like, you know, Meg's like, you know, I really want to leave. I really want to leave New York. And I'm like, I, babe, why would we, our family's here? Why do we want to leave? And she said, I think, I, th I really believe we're supposed to move and start something fresh and new. And I really believe God's going to do a work in us. And the amount of like faith that it took because you know when we know when we live where we live and we're willing that's our our nest our security it's all of our extended family and so forth well sometimes that can be a form of um bondage sometimes it can prevent us from really trusting yes. in god as our provider but instead we're just trusting in our our surroundings what we know our extended family oh they've got successful of course we're going to be successful <clears throat> but in many respects that's actually not true because then we're trusting in past successes of other people Right. Where we haven't even really developed our own trust in, in how Abba will provide for us if we're willing to become vulnerable. Yeah, we have to be vulnerable, sure. and not unnecessary mm -hmm. risks. We talk about risks, right? Yeah. But not unnecessary risks, but vulnerable right. in His care. Mm -hmm. Yes, His care. Yep. I was funny. We were um, before we had come to to Corpus Christi. We also were looking for a different pace because He would work really really hard really really fast just to do stuff and i would be i was homeschooling the kids and stuff and we were involved in co-ops and it was nice um but he had an investor that he was working for doing um, renovations and the investor's like well i want to flip some houses in texas and so um in the alan gilliam if you're listening we're yes, in texas alan. come on down <laughs> you are partly responsible cpa new york city come on baby um but we were looking at properties and I'm like, wow, look at all these properties in, you know, the south south part of Texas. And you can get this big house and it doesn't need much for this amount of money. It was very money. attractive. It was super attractive. 2011, guys. And I was and I remember Before showing yeah. I remember showing him, I'm like, look at this house, Corpus Christi. He goes, I would never move to Corpus Christi. He's it is like, two thousand miles away from home. Yeah, he's like he goes, Maybe maybe like Galveston area, because that's closer. I remember this. So, oh my god. <laughs> he's like, only hundred and fifty miles. He's closer like, to New York. But, he's like, oh but never, ever Corpus Christi. And those strings were not wanting to get yeah. cut. Yeah. And then fast forward, I mean, this was like a February. And then that same year in August, we had bought a house in Corpus Christi. We had never seen it. We'd never even, never visited even Corpus. been to Corpus Christi. Didn't never. know a single person. We didn't know anybody there. here. Wow. And just everything that happened in such a like for you guys, it was just kind of like, you know, February, his birthday, which was and also then by just March, down the street from Atlantic, not living. far from Atlantic. Yeah. 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 And so I can I, I I understand like that feeling directed and yeah. not pushing it ourselves. It really wasn't because I something let Corpus that we, Christi be at that point, and yeah. I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, uh huh, yeah. But, but we had That's to. So cool, it was. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you want to touch on it, but Go it's ahead. a good story. Like the house that you moved into, and yeah. Yeah, they, they, he said they moved in this house. Like, what did we do? Oh my goodness, that was a sad moment. He took the girls to Cole Park, and the park was torn down. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have so, electricity. He had to borrow it electricity was from his neighbor. So bad, it was so bad. Yeah, um, we you know we we bought a lot of houses, a lot of fixer, a lot of ugly ducklings on the street, and we made them really nice houses. That's what Megan and I did together. We put that effort in. We talked about it because being in real estate, right? Yeah, and 
we go to their house and y'all, you just kind of kept adding on. Oh, yeah. She's oh like, gosh, the winning house. I remember, I think you were, she was like, what is he doing? Yeah. What <laughs> that's what I do. I just keep adding and adding. Like, didn't and adding. you ever hear the rule of thumb? You shouldn't uh, overbuild be the a neighborhood best house on the street. I was, we, okay, we were absolutely the best house. I think three, a one square mile or half a mile, something like that is what the bank was saying. You overbuilt, you, you, we cannot appraise Five your miles. house. Yeah. We can, because it, it was an old neighborhood. You know, it was a mile to the bay, which I thought was great, but I love living in that area. That was that was a fantastic I area. We spent definitely love that's the we spent cool. five mm-hmm. we spent five years in that house. We had never spent that long in any house. Year and a half, two years max. Sell it next. <clears throat> we get another another project. Yeah, and so that was a big deal for like something shifted. And when we bought the we bought the house in cash. We sold the house in New York. We we had enough cash. We bought this one down here, and that literally took the pressure off of us yeah. of having to constantly flip. Yeah. It took the pressure off to flip. Yeah. Yeah. And that because that pressure was off, Meg's like, James, she goes, let's buy land and build a house. I was like, no way, we can't do that. There's I mean, no you possible cannot go way. wrong in London. It was, just, it was it the new little, convincing, but it was a, it was we, a little farm town out in the middle of nowhere outside of city limits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, even if we don't live there, it will always have a bigger value. But that, she that's had to be coming up. She had coming. to prod me. Yeah. To take money out of like the equity, took a home equity, mm-hmm. cash out refi, took out cash. And she's yeah. like, go buy that lot. Go buy that. It'd be the best thing you had to do. And I'm going to put my kids in that good school because they were basically getting to high school point. Yeah. And, and that's what we did by faith. Super stressful for me because I'd never built a house before, yeah. um, which was the beginning stages of what we do now because Meg's faith, I didn't have the faith. Mm-hmm. Meg had the faith. Which was transferred to me by just walking it out because I, I trusted Megan. I still trust her, right? And that's like those things where you guys showing that you trusted Lexi. Yeah. And in that, you're like the peace of God is there. Right. Why? Because you're in you're you're in unity together. Yeah. And that's something that I've I've really enjoyed with my wife is that I can take her prompting. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can take it, even though I said, "Well, you know, I'm the guy. I'm the leader." Ah, da, da, da. No, yeah. it's that's not. That's not the submissive part where we're supposed to submit to one anotherly, one another in brotherly love. Then I believe uh, our God adds Himself to that. Yes. Godly women too, and I mean, at least Amen. for me, yes. Like anything that I've ever had direction with, like it could be me or it could be God. Like if sure. I'm if I'm going yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. from her, it's always been straight from God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I don't know if it's if you're just slower or you know, making less decisions, but I could just be going down this path and it'd just be totally me. Yeah. Um, so probably with you too, it's like when they feel passionate about something and they're yeah. convicted, it's it's probably very really from yeah. God. I think to you know, to the point that you're making, you know, again, we talked about this a <clears throat> little bit with um uh, one of our previous guests, is that there's this we we just we see opportunity and we're like, why not? Yes. Right. We can obtain that because we have confidence in what we've already done. Which was a big deal to get to that point. And just because the opportunity is there, it does not mean we should yeah. walk through that door. Absolutely. It does not. I've really learned that. Like I'm pretty good at talking to people and, and like getting a deal done and I shouldn't always do like it's like a talent that I have. Sure. But I need to like let God do it because yeah. I can almost f- force anybody, to, not force, but like I can force a concept into existence. Partnership. Yes. Yeah. Let's partner. We can go do this and I can like yeah. make it exciting. Yeah. yeah. But then it just becomes me doing that. That's right. And I ha- and I have to know that that's a skill that I have, but I have to let it be used for God. That's right. And for what? Mm-hmm. Because that's he does right. actually want to instruct us. He wants to lead us. He wants to prompt us. 
Um, daily, we're supposed to trans be, be have our minds transformed, renew our minds <clears throat> by His Word. Like He actually wants to instruct us. Yes, and that's that's the that's the strength we have. The strength as a couple, we have a lot of strength, and we know we can go out and just make things happen. But we need to yield ourselves back to what is our what is the Holy Spirit saying? Yep. Right to us for that we can then be mindful of our Father's work. Yes. We can build two kingdoms. We can build our own kingdom. Right, or we can build up God's kingdom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's, that's a big difference. Yeah, I've always said big difference. Like for yeah. there's certain people, and I've done this, I'm sure. But when you get into business and you become like the king of your own world, yeah. And that's to that concept. That's it's like right. Everyone's listening to you. You get to do whatever you want, but you're the king of your own little world. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's on. It's on shifting sand. That's the problem. Yeah. It's shifting sand. Right. Because it's hinging on us, and we already know well, we got bad days. We got bad weeks. Mm. We got bad months. Years. We got bad years. Yeah. I'd rather not have my life built on my foundation. No, that is way we too. We can't handle it anyway. No way. Right? Yeah. I don't think no. we're supposed to. And I don't think it's too much pressure. It's like, a ton it's of pressure. So awesome when you realize, like, oh wow, I really don't have to carry all this burden. We don't like, have to. I really. That really is what the scripture means. And when you really walk right. that through, you're like. Oh my gosh, I just wish I would have like, it clicked a lot earlier, you know? I feel like there's so many days you can spend thinking you're a Christian and thinking you're walking it out and not truly believing it and walking it in the right way. And then when you realize that and you really let go, it's like, yeah, wow. I think there's a real thing to be said that there's a lot of people, they're, they're believers, they're, they're, they're Christians, they're walking with God and they're entrepreneurs. And that's mm -hmm. the problem. And they're entrepreneurs. Right, because they don't really want to trust God with their business. They don't really want to trust God with the daily operations. They don't really want to trust God. Either A, they don't believe he really cares about those details, or B, they don't think that he's going to help them excel <clears throat> to their their goal of monetary gain or wealth and so forth. Yep. Or C, as well, you, you have a, a skill and a talent. Well, you both do, but yours is building building a concept up or making it happen. Mm -hmm. But that's where Lexi brings in the speed, right? To slow it down. Right, yeah, because yeah. we can get carried away when we have a natural ability and a talent and a gifting yes. in a certain thing that we'll just keep on going because there's already a momentum built up right. there. That's there's so already something there. But knowing what <clears throat> you were saying, like how to yield it is really what makes the biggest difference. That's so difference. true. Like we're trying yeah. to do this thing in Kingsville. And I'm like, let's go do Victoria and Goliad and yeah. Beville. And James is like, hold up. And I'm like, no, let's go. <laughs> but it, it's a balance. And, and I agree completely with you. And in this sense, James is helping me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Right? Well, well, I mean, we, we get excited. Yeah. I mean, we get excited and, and I get excited. But I've, I've learned now. I mean, I'm only, what, 10, 11, 12 years old. I'm, only, I'm a little bit older than you. But I've, I've now learned that I have to um, go a little bit slower because I actually want to see it happen. Yeah. And so if I realize that um, you know, some people say I can have it all, it's not true. Mm -hmm. You really can't, mm -hmm. it's a trade-off. There's and I, cost. There's yep. cost. Yep. And I think a lot of husbands that take the leadership role, there's a lot of women that kind of will take a leadership role depending on the business role and what it might be. But mm -hmm. um, for, for the guys that, that I've got to show my wife I can do this, Yeah. 
I, I spent, I don't know how many, maybe 10, 11, 12 years in that mindset that I've got to show Megan I can do this. Trust me, I can do it. Let me show you. Mm, we, were in the, we were in the poorhouse for so long. Yep. Look, we aren't going to be poor anymore. And I felt like I took that, I took that rain, I took the reins over um, from God. I literally took, I said, I got this. I got, and I am going to accelerate this because I am tired of not having what we need to meet our needs. But I don't, but I didn't, this was like, this is also motivation for you because I'm like, we don't need to have big house. We don't need to have all this extra things. They're just, I just want you. Yes. And I want you with the kids. (laughs) Like I want peace in our house. Like I don't want a ton ton of stuff. I don't, and be miserable. Like less is more. We like rice and beans. It's fine. (laughs) With a tortilla shell. (laughs) And some fajita steak. If you're you're there laughing (laughs) with guacamole, sour cream. Because it always could be better. Because it always could be better. No, I feel yeah. now it's a burrito. I don't know about you, but uh, I mean, I have the same thing, and I definitely wish I would have gone slower and regret that. And <clears throat> I was just forcing it into existence at all costs, and would sacrifice yeah. anything to do that. No, um, but I don't like the word regret, though. Like our kids are still three and four, and like yeah, we're all point. sitting at this table talking it's a great about point. it now, yes. and like God has brought that. To so it's like us. all of the Your lessons point, that yeah. we gain. I well, just, because every everything you gain yeah. from a hard a hard time mm-hmm. will shape you. And you have the potential to shape your generation, yes, mm-hmm. your kids, because you walk through that lesson. Totally. And that's what I really, really love about working with Christians or being around Christians is that no matter what, you you accept that, you know, you did the same thing, dude. And, yeah. and a lot of people are just, and especially in business, so quick to write people off. Yeah. Just yeah. write them off. Never, that's what they say. I'm never talking to that guy again. I'm never doing like, no, it's, what, are you, what are you, you're perfect. Yeah, right. And so point. it's just, no, I'm not. There's something <laughs> that I really love about Christianity that has, I'm sure other people have that in different ways, but Christians to their core have a forgiveness and an yeah. acceptance that you, in my opinion, walk I love it out. To hear, you have to do that. Yeah. You if have you to. don't do that, then. You, well, you don't understand that, the concept. That's, that's right. the whole point about yeah. you know forgiving. That was that was the prayer that Jesus taught us was to forgive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if if we want God's forgiveness, we have to extend forgiveness to others. So I'm saying. Yeah. And so it's the that is the prerequisite. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think the key thing here in 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 um in our relationships with with our wives and our spouses is that we have to first be willing to be humble to ask for forgiveness yeah because pride gets in the way again it's that hey man said like i'm doing this for us and and meg just pointed she goes no you're actually doing it for you yeah because i'm okay with a little less i don't need all of this and like i had to recognize you're right i I am actually just doing it for because i want to do it yeah and and because the door is open i can do it yeah but at what cost and what speed and what right you know what what casualties and business is yes. so tough, right? Like a lot of the scripture that I that I pull out is from business type stuff, like sure. getting yeah. into heaven. Uh, you know, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul, soul? Stuff like that. Yeah. I was in a meeting a couple of days ago, and and we're talking about doing something, and like, well, we're gonna crush them. And then I was, and like, and, and I'm not judging this, but it's like that's business. Yeah. And I started thinking about like, you re- we really want to crush them. We want to like, do we have do to we want to crush people? Can we just? But provide I know a that they don't mean and, it. I yeah. don't mean no. They don't, they're talking about like a, a competitor. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I know they don't something. really. 
it's it's sports, but it's yeah. real life. Yeah, and it's like, what and they're we, really going out to do it. Like, I think, what, I think, and I, you have to be competitive in business. So my point <clears> was like, there's this slippery slope of like, we're in this business world and we have to do something, but do we have to do it that way? I think it to, it's right. to this point. But if they're doing it to you, then you almost have to, and it just becomes a. This is this is a, a one of the one of the lessons that my father taught me with business. I could count the number of lessons. I mean, he he did he he. It was real simple. Didn't didn't speak a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he did, we listened, right? Yeah. And so he shared something real simple. I was I was getting a little upset. I said, man, well, how come this guy gets so much work? This is when we're back in here. How come he's getting so much work and I'm starving for work? I do really good work. I know I know that I could do good work. And and he could see I was jaded. And he says, Jay, listen, there's enough work out there for the right guys. There's enough work out yes. there. There's enough work. Relax. And he was right. Yes. He was right. I didn't. Uh, oh, I just, I, I just wish he would die so I'd get more work. And, and you go to your point. I'm gonna crush him so I win it all. Yes. No, you don't. Not one company is gonna serve everybody's needs. Right. And no. quite frankly, if that's your mentality, you probably won't serve those needs very well. Agreed. Right. So it's not, it's not to the death competition so I can provide my service and sell my product. It's foolishness, man. Yeah. So it was just really good advice. It's great, great wisdom. Great advice. But my point was like we're. That's the world we're living in. That's, exactly, like, that's, that's actually that's how process. you're supposed to do business in the world's perspective, right? But I believe, and that's why we formed Kingdom Heirs, is that God cares about business. He cares about how we meet the needs of others, and He cares yes. about the relationships. He cares about our relationships because ultimately, you know, we are not living so that we can fill our our coffins with all of the crud that we accumulated. Yeah, we're storing treasures in heaven. And the only way you really store treasures in heaven is caring for the least of these. So with the wealth that we're generating and as we care for our families and we provide for the generations to come related to our families, that's what we're called to do. Generational wealth is a scriptural principle for, we stay up and store up an inheritance for our children's children. Mm-hmm. Make your kids still work, right? <laughs> but, yes, but, the, <laughs> but the mentality, but the mentality is that we must be about our father's work, loving, Caring, mm-hmm. kindness, forgiveness, gentleness in all aspects, like the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Peace, patience. Yes. Goodness. Yeah, you get it. Come love on, it. fill it in, right? And in that self-control. That, self-control. Control. <laughs> I think we got it. I almost <laughs> forgot the self-control, right? That's important. But in that, but in that, the key thing is, is that we're caring for people's needs. Right. We generate wealth to do what? To go buy more stuff. Or we generate wealth, care for our own, and at that point, we're going out and caring for the least of these. Yeah. That's Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, mm-hmm. is yeah. we're caring for the least of these. And when we care for the least of these with the wealth that's being generated, and we're going out and preaching the good news that God's son did come, he did live a perfect spotless life. He did die on that cross so that our sins could be forgiven, and he did rise from the dead. Yeah. And that started the greatest revolution mankind has ever experienced Mm -hmm. right and we get to be laborers in that and what a greater what a great responsibility that we can generate wealth to fund god's mission yeah to reach the lost and tell them he loves them and they can come home now and we're part of it amen and it starts with wealth that's generated because it's actually expensive to go out and meet the needs of uh the least of these yes and so i would say in wrapping up guys it's it's been exciting to see your journey for the past 10 years um, and, and I know that it's actually just kind of beginning It is, and that's the awesome, and it's a new chapter in your it story. Yep. And so, um, I think it's awesome that we could share this time together. And, uh, and like I said, the cool thing is that it's just beginning. It's 10 years in, you say, man, 10 years, a lifetime. 
the cool thing is that you're actually building upon your successes, but you're also building upon your failures, mm. right? Absolutely. And that's what's they're super, just they're just as important. The yeah. failure, everyone, the only one wants to talk about failures. Because they, oh, because they're shameful. No, they're not. No, they are not. Not in the. Bu- they are awesome lessons. The lessons. They're they awesome are. lessons. And and I'm thankful for the failures that we've experienced, mm-hmm. because it's kept us humble. It's kept us close to the earth of understanding that no, we are just dust. We are. We are just dust. Uh, but but the grace of God, He calls us up to be part of something greater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, He's sanctifying us every day, right? And every day. See, be able to look back and see that journey. It's like. Super powerful. It is. Super powerful. So, guys, thank you again for uh, joining us for this uh, roundtable discussion. Um, Hey, guys, thanks again for joining Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business. Uh, If you're inspired by this, if you're encouraged by this, we encourage you just to go ahead and hit all three buttons, hit the like, subscribe, and the bell. Um, We appreciate it. We've got the the store as well. We've got the swag store, Shop Kingdom Heirs co uh check it out that's a great way to support us i want to thank you to our sponsors lighthouse graphics as well with helping us with all of our graphics and artwork so guys thanks again and uh comment down below let us know what you want us to talk about i mean this is really to be a support to you and the community and if we don't hear from you we won't be a support to you so thanks again guys take care god bless